Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. Before your favorite AfterBuzz TV after show begins, I'm so excited to tell you that my new cookbook is out. It's called The Every Girl's Guide to Cooking. It's the quickest, fastest, easiest, most amazing recipes for kitchen newbies and chefs alike. Please check out mariamenounos.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Sing it, Sam. Sing it. <laughs> hey there, After Buzzers. Welcome back to another After Show of Younger. We are talking all about Season 2, Episode 11, Secrets and Liza. I'm filling in tonight for Tara. I'm Lindsay Miller, and I am not alone. Introduce yourself. Hey, guys. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And, of course, you can find me, Lindsay Miller, at Rockin' Mama Life on social media and all of us at AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV across all social media platforms. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you go to YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. That's the first time I've ever gotten that right without mixing up all those words. And rate, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think because there are some thoughts to be had about this episode. Yes. Am I right or am I right? I'm very right, and I just want to say, like, I'm thanking all the fans because they have written some really funny, uh, very honest comments in the past couple weeks, yes. so keep them coming. Yes. Because this episode, really interested to know what you think about it, especially about the ending, and we'll get there. Oh. Uh, but just overall thoughts, what did you think of this episode? I thought that the name of the episode could have been the name for the series. In- Agreed. Yeah, instead of Younger, because when I rewatched it today, I looked at what the name was, and I was like, this is what it should be called, because yeah. she's not a vampire. She can't stay this way forever. <laughs> <laughs> Putting down the knowledge on us. You're welcome. I agree. I think it's a better name. Yeah, it really is. and Because uh, it is all about Liza and her secrets and other people's secrets and secrets and Liza. It all comes down to secrets and Liza. I just wish things could be taken care of more before we see it all blow up in our faces in a public forum, which they have built up the finale for. We'll get into that. Yeah. But, you know, I it's just scary. It's I'm a little scared as to where this season is going and if it will continue. Uh, especially after tonight. And this is probably like, the first time I've really doubted kind of where it's heading. See, 
ever since the uh, the episode with what's the shepherd or this, yeah, mm, I it's not that go. I doubted it. I didn't mind the whole thing, but I was like, okay, okay, younger, like you crazy. But it almost feels like they're trying to push the envelope just to like get a rise. You know what I mean? Like it feels like very Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like you're just trying to like be ridiculous to like get people's attention. I guess, but I also think that I like the idea of ridiculousness and the premise of the show is kind of ridiculous. So it's yeah. bound to happen. Uh and it's entertainment. I didn't it exactly is entertainment. I kind of enjoyed this episode because when we talked about the one episode with the shepherd, is that what the name of the shepherd it's a shepherd, it's right? Shepherd, yeah. It I rewind. I rewound and then went back and watched a couple things some more. And I did that again tonight. Did some research. Yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I went back and it, it did it again to me tonight. And I, I kind of think they did a good job. I enjoyed ninety nine point nine percent of the episode. And we'll talk about the ending when we get there. But I was not a fan. Um, let's talk about the, you know, the. The main thing we have going on in this episode is the release of Crown of Kings, the final uh, book in the series for Edward L.L. Moore, who we have releasing. Um, it's like uh, Lord of the Rings, basically. Yeah, like a fantasy. I think at one point Charles refers to it as the uh, overwritten fantasies of like a creepy oh, man. Someone <laughs> said... Uh, yeah, there you are, Boo Six Nine Bs. Uh, I feel like they were doing a parody of George R. R. Martin, Martin from Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so that was it was either Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings, whichever whichever was they were making fun of one it of was them. That I'm whole sure. genre, you know, like yeah. the people, you know, the Harry Potter, whatever, you know, any of these kind of cult fantasy novels. But the whole idea is that. Charles is freaking out. Everybody's kind of freaking out because the reality is this crown of kings and Edward L. Moore is really what's carrying empirical. And that's kind of a terrifying thing. And I think yeah. that a lot of production companies in L.A. and I'm sure other publishing companies have that. Yeah. You think they just have all this money behind them and then they do, but it's only because of one, one weird. Yeah. And something that the general American public doesn't necessarily yeah. watch, but it's a lot of international or read it's international. Yeah. I think that's probably more common than not, you know, where even if it's like even in manufacturing where it's like one product is really like what carries a line and mm -hmm. then like the rest of the stuff is kind of there, but if they <laughs> that one thing failed, they're kind of done. So we have this big launch party in Times Square and Edward L.L. Moore comes in to the office and they have to find his like cast of characters that are going to be live on stage portraying them. Um, and so he's casting people and apparently Liza is his perfect princess Pam Pam. She is <laughs> such uh, I mean she gets those guys. She does. She does. She's just like a magnet for the kind of awkward, strange. Yeah, and I Where guess does it, Josh fit into that. It's well, like, we didn't. So studly. We didn't see him in this episode. No, we which don't. See was him. very sad. Well, we haven't seen him. They're they're broken up. He's done. He's no. not. Well, I mean, if you've seen the previews, he's not. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, he's kind of there. But I think that Liza. It's just like another version of her being put into something that she does not belong in or does not fit in. Yeah. But also, looking at this crazy dude, he thinks she's that she's so young crazy. and sexy, too. 
Well, but then the NPR chick, he also was using the same lines on at the end, which I love that. Yeah. Well, you you know what? He had to lower his standards, I think he realized. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Liza ends up being this Princess Pam Pam, and I love that they're all, Diana and Charles are like, you will be Princess Pam Pam, like, you're going to do it. And Liza's not entirely comfortable, and then she gets her costume. Well, I was just so worried that she was going to open her mouth and be like, as a feminist, I, and I was like, oh, no. No. Don't ruin this. I don't think she would have. I didn't have that feeling at all the whole time. I felt like she was really close, especially when she was in the costume. She looked really uncomfortable and like is this really what I'm doing for my job? And I thought, I actually thought that moment was ironic because a lot of times like women, you know, like the conception is in, in the reality is a lot of young women will do things for their career or to move forward that aren't necessarily something they fully believe in, whether it's, like, selling their body or, you know, like, flirting or whatever it is to, like, make their way up. And I thought it was really ironic, like, the situation that she's sort of now recreating herself as this woman who's really in her 40s but reliving this lifestyle, and she's fallen into this, like, horribly gross trap of, like, a 20-something basically being used yeah, and it's in like, her well, job. Would a 20-something say something? Because Probably not. Yeah. Do you think Kelsey would have said something? Kelsey no. would have been like, I'm banging and taking a selfie in the outfit. Yeah, she would know? have been like, I look so freaking hot right now. I'm held up. Sorry. Exactly. She wanted to wear a slip to her, like, <laughs> I just want to talk about, though, the one thing that, uh, oh God, what is his name? The creepy guy? The author? Edward L.L. Moore. Yes, he's like. Ingrained into my mind. Because the wheelchair, the everything, the, it was just, I can't. If I tell you, I will have to eat you. Eat you. you. Eat you. <sighs> so gross. And she's like, well, then you don't have to. And then, and then he tells her. It's, and he just keeps on saying that. Keep and he's saying it. It is one of the creepiest things. It's the grossest line I've ever heard, I think. Oh. The writers did a good job on that one. That's so gross. Some Ashley Franklin in the chat says that Liza looked like Princess Leia. I thought she looked amazing yeah, in that she outfit. Yeah, she did. And I think Charles agreed. He was like, oh, thank you for doing this. AK, I'm so glad you're doing this. He's like, you're saving my career, and you're also making me even more obsessed with mm-hmm. you than I already am. Mm-hmm. I concur. Um, yeah, so she has to go. They, they're wearing the hats or whatever on this stage, the crown, the Harry Winston crown of, of kings at the live release. Um, and then finally, I, this did bother me when they were at dinner with Edward L. Moore and um, Diana and Charles, and neither of them stepped in when he first was blatantly hitting on Liza in, like, a very inappropriate way. And neither of them said anything. But then finally, Charles does come in as, like, her knight in shining armor when he's, like, trying to give Liza his room key, basically, to, like, be eaten. Oh. So gross. And Charles comes in and is like, she's got places to go, and sort of swoops in. He does. Um, Speaking about a really sweet man, I'd like to talk about, you know, people that might be curious about a celebrity's boyfriend's midlife crisis. Ooh, do tell. Do tell. Do you guys enjoy hearing stories about behind-the-scenes things that go on in Hollywood? Yes. Me too. Amused by old TV and movie references? Sometimes. Then you'll love The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. Join AfterBuzz creator and Maria Menudo's fiance, 
Kevin Undergaro, along with AfterBuzzer co-hosts Roxy Stryer, Ashley Daniels, and others for all of the insanity. Watch live Monday and Thursday nights, 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time on thetomorrowshow.com or subscribe and download free on iTunes. Go to thetomorrowshow.com for more information. These people are so hilarious. They're some of my favorite people just in general and in Hollywood. They're so entertaining. Fun show. Yeah, it's a very fun show. You guys should definitely tune in. Yes, tune in. And in Liza's pants is where Charles wants to be. Very badly. Right? So they leave and they go to dinner. And this is really, I don't know, if, did you watch the table read from the final episodes? No. So on TV Land, there's a clip of the table read from the last two episodes. And it gives you kind of teasers into the final episode and then also this one. And it was really interesting because the subtext when they're at dinner or at drinks is that Charles looks at Liza and wants to kiss her but doesn't know if he should. Was that from this one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting to like have that valid because I watched it after and I wasn't sure. I was like, I think there's obviously something here, but it wasn't that obvious to me. And then when I heard that in the table read, I was like, okay, he totally wants to get in her pants. That's really, uh, that clarifies a lot yeah. of things. And also because a lot of times Charles will look at her or he'll say something and kind of tilt his head and smile and you'll think, hmm. And then he could easily come up with the fact that, you know, I'm just being friendly and I'm her boss. No. Mm-mm. He saw her in that outfit with the fur and he was like... It's kind of upsetting that's what really sealed the deal for with him. the fur. Yeah. yeah. It is sad. But he's a man. So he is. And you know, we all knew that this was kind of going to be her next love. But now that you think now that I think of it, that is kind of really sad that this is like But I also think that if we would have been able to hear the table reads from the past episodes, it probably Perhaps. would have been very similar things. Perhaps. He looks at her like he wants to kiss her. Perhaps that's like a common phrase. Yeah, I you know <laughs> if any younger writers happen to be watching, which I highly doubt, uh, let us know if that yeah. is by chance something that would be in the script for Charles. Yeah. It's curious. Do you think that they're gonna hook up next yeah. episode? Um, if it's not the next episode, then for sure next season. And even Josh picked up on the thing with Charles a few episodes ago. Yeah, it was like a pissing contest. And I think that Liza knows, too. And this is the first episode where she's like... she absolutely knows. Okay, cool. Come at me, bro. Yeah, she knows. She's not... She's not stupid. Um, also speaking of Liza, the, the... Crown of Kings release, her daughter, Caitlin, is in town, and Liza's planning on telling her the truth about her work. And I don't know if she meant, you know, she's telling Maggie, I'm going to tell her the truth about my work. Do you think she meant she's going to tell her the whole thing about pretending to be younger? Yes. Or just that she's working at this book company? Why would Caitlin be so upset that she was working at a publishing company, right? right? I think that she's planning to tell her the whole thing. And in a way, the way that Liza's making it is worse than it really is. Oh, so much worse. She probably thinks her, you know, she thinks her mom is a costume person in Times Square, maybe a prostitute on the side. Right? God knows. If she would just tell her, oh my god, listen, I'm just pretending to be your age. Or a little, couple years older than you. Yeah. But how do you have that conversation? Like, that's awkward. Well, you don't. You just kind of have to find out. Yeah. 
But it's sad. I don't know. It's sad. Because I think when you say something like that out loud, this is what I'm doing, It you hear yourself. And you realize how sad and pathetic it is? Yeah. And then how yeah. sad and pathetic it is that you're telling your daughter this. Yeah. Then it becomes real when you have to tell people. Exactly. And I mean, Maggie is all for Liza to just, like, shut up yeah, and Yeah, she's like, just going. live this life. Like, do what you're doing. And I kind of love Maggie for that. I, you know, I think there's an innocence to that. You know, like, ignorance is bliss. Like, I think Maggie knows that the second the cat's out of the bag, everything's going to change for Liza, and it's going to get real ugly and messy, and this bubble she's created for herself is going to pop real fast. I just, but. do you not feel that there is a point, and I know it's hard, we've watched Liza through this whole journey, but there was maybe a point she could just slip it in and be like, you know, hey, by the way, I'm 40. I agree. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's one of those things. So I also watched The Mindy Project, and she's, like, one of those characters that gets caught in a lie. And I think it's very similar to that. You tell this little white lie, and then the longer you wait to come clean, the worse it gets. The more in-depth it gets. Yeah, it's like The more involved it gets. The, The deeper you get in it, like, the bigger the transgressions are. The more people you're lying to, the bigger the lies are. Like, you know, just more and more. You just said the lies are. The lies are. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lies. Whoa. Liza. And now I'm Perhaps thinking. Perhaps the reason why she's named Liza. <laughs> it's probably way too smart. It was she lies. She lies a lot. Liza. And too much. Yeah, too much. Lisa Payne, uh, Chirico, who we've talked to before, her daughter thinks her mom is taking any job she can to pay her tuition because the dad didn't pay the bill. Yeah. Which is a nice thing. And also, we didn't see uh, Daddy again. Well, but this is what... It, well, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Poor Liza that morning after. <laughs> I cringed for her. But the this is what I don't understand. If Liza was going to come clean... And Caitlin cyberstalks her and finds her. Why didn't she just tell her the truth then? I think that she was freaked out. She was about to go on stage in Times Square. and She'd already gone on stage, right? Had she gone on stage at that point? I mean, I know it was still a complicated time. Her bosses needed her. Yeah. She still kind of had to be this role, whether or not it was before or after she went on stage in Times Square. And it was like, get out of here because someone's going to come soon and they are going to ask who you are. Okay, but also, having lived in New York City and been to Times Square many a times, if there was an event that big happening in Times Square, I find it really hard to believe that Caitlin wouldn't have seen it. Well, I think she got there right after. Yeah. And, you know, people get distracted, whatever, but I think it's very oh, funny, yes. the fact that they use that app. Yeah. Because my mom, about a month ago, requested my brother and I to have it. Yeah. Your mom's stalking you on Uh-huh. That. She was like, I just want to know. I'm totally going to, like, I mean, I joked with my friends the other day about, like, literally putting a chip in my child. <laughs> He ran away from the babysitter at the park, and I was like, I'm just going to get him, like, microchipped into dogs. My cat has one, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's really, I'm not really going to microchip my child, guys. I mean, Don't you know. Don't call any authorities. But I can understand the concept. Yes. You know. 
And it's it's fun because it's a reverse thing on what Liza was trying to do to her yeah. in the first place. And I'm not going to lie, and I think you might feel the same way, Caitlyn did not irk me as much this episode. I like Caitlyn. I'm the only one that likes Caitlyn. No, I, I thought you were the one that didn't like Caitlyn. No, I'm the only one that likes her. Oh, it's me and Dan. Everyone else hates her. Yeah. I like her. I... I like Caitlyn. I think she's cute. She's funny. And she spilled the beans about her mom unintentionally. Because Thad, you know, so that's the other big thing this episode. Let's let's just go there, because it's the elephant in the room, so to speak. <laughs> uh, Thad was being blackmailed by Liza, basically. Liza found the video of him and his, what did they call it? The stall bunnies or stall rabbits? Stall... He was stall rabbits. rabbits. Well, I think that he was blackmailing Liza more than she was blackmailing him. Well, at first, she was blackmailing him. Because Liza had this video, and she was like, you need to come clean to Kelsey, or I'm going to tell her. That's not a a blackmail. is like a give for a give. So she didn't... What he did was blackmail. Well, okay. What she did was just She just threatened him. Okay, so, fine. Liza threatened him, and so then he came to... Liza's house and, and her what, well and the work and came to the work yeah and then told Kelsey that he was trying to plan the honeymoon I literally was sitting there and I was like he's gonna say freaking honeymoon oh honeymoon destination yeah. well I mean what else are you gonna do I love that she's like St. Bart's <laughs> poor Kelsey I love that she's just so stupid sometimes I'm gonna say ignorant uh ignorant Yay. I mean if she was stupid she would not have this imprint I guess She's, she's lacking in some of the street smarts, I think, perhaps. Oh, dear. Bit this is just common not, sense. It's not going to end well for Hill. Hill oh, Hill. She's going to be so sad. So anyways, he goes, that goes to Liza's house, and Caitlin is walking up, and he's trying to get Caitlin to buzz him in, and he says he's looking for Liza, Liza Miller, which is also my last name. We're not related. And uh, she's like, oh, she's my mom. And then the wheels start turning for Thad. And when the wheels start turning for Caitlin, who she goes, oh, no, please don't tell me you're my mom's new boyfriend. (laughs) I love that line. Yeah, she's like, this is getting ridiculous. But, and. It was adorable. (laughs) It was really funny because, okay. How old is she? She's 20. Or no, I think Maggie made a comment about you're not legal yet. So I think she's probably 20. 20. And Thad is probably 20. Because she's in college. So she's probably, yeah, 20. And Thad's probably 27. 27 maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, but when you're that age, that still, I guess, seems older. Yeah. 27. Mm -hmm. Like when you're in college and then somebody is like a working professional, there's, there's a big gap there I think yeah and and that's good because I thought okay did you think for a second that like Thad was gonna hook up with Caitlin no I thought for a little bit like that was <laughs> that was where they were going and I was like that's so wrong on so many levels but it would have been good I was like Thad must literally be a monkey to do that like <sighs> literally a full-on jungle animal to put aside his blackmail tendencies. well no I didn't think he was gonna find out that she was oh. I thought when he first walked up and he saw her there he was gonna just see a hot piece of ass and like be like oh never mind about my <laughs> thing <laughs> try to hook up with her so anyways he goes and he's like all right something is up he's doing the math and he gets his buddy to help him on to that it was the dartmouth dartmouth alumni and account. it's hilarious he was trying to break on uh like literally guess the password yes. 
And I'm like, just dude. And then she, he finally just called him. Yeah. But still, he's trying to break through on a Dartmouth alumni account. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. He thinks he's very smart. He thinks he's very... He thought he was very smart. Oh, <laughs> bad. So he gets into the alumni account and finds out Liza's real age. And he's like, whoa, what the what? And, sends, and he just starts laughing. Yeah. Well, this is my favorite part, I think, when she's at at drinks with Charles and just gets a text. Like, instead of, like, calling or anything, he's like, we should talk, and then sends a text of the picture of her from her Dartmouth graduation in, like, the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Which was just, I thought that was probably the one moment of brilliance that that had on the show. That hair in that picture. Oh, my gosh. Was Mm -hmm. really great. was... Very. I want to see some flashbacks now that I think about it. I know. That'd be really I fun. would love to see flashbacks of, like, her life as a mom and, like... I'm pretty know, sure kind of Sutton Foster is, like, a real-life vampire. Truly. Oh, yeah. She doesn't age. Did Ever. you see her body in that outfit? I'm like, you have had children? She's had children in real life, no? No? I don't know. I don't know. Actually. Let me look this up. I'm not up. sure that Sutton has had children. But children or not, she looks... Darn amazing. She really does. Yeah. Yep. I, you know what? Has she has kids? She, she might not have had kids. I don't think kids. she has kids. Nope, I don't think she has kids. Well, no. that would make a lot of sense for the banging bod. Hey, you can have a banging bod and have children. Yeah, just look just at Lindsay. Saying. Seriously, you're right. <laughs> Perhaps not the poster child, but... <laughs> no, you do your yoga. You're good. I do do my yoga. I love yoga. Uh... So Liza goes to meet with Thad because obviously he's going to spill the beans on everything and he thinks he has the upper hand. Oh, he says, "You're going to get rid of that video and I'm going to or I'm going to tell everyone and here's how this is going to go down." And what does he say? he says to her, um, he will let her keep her job as long as she keeps him happy. Yes. And he also said at the beginning, "You stressed?" Have you aged like fourteen years since the last time I <laughs> that saw <was> you? Funny. <laughs> and it is. That, it's kind of that funny. had some of his shining moments. I think in in his final episode, <laughs> like a little bit. I mean, I get it. He was getting into like a gossip girly area, and it was going to be annoying. But okay, let's get, let's talk cute. about what happened. So obviously, Liza has this epiphany, and she's like. You can tell anybody you want. You don't own me. I'm telling Kelsey. And she walks away. And Thad's like, what? And then a giant crane drops a big metal construction thing on him. Boo69B says Mm -hmm. karma came for Thad at the end. And I Mm -hmm. thought the same thing, Boo69Bs. I did. I thought it was super lame. You did, and I came in thinking, oh my god, I was about to text Lindsay when I was watching this episode, being like, how crazy was that? I didn't think it was lame. I I thought it was a cop. I thought it was a coppa on behalf of the writers. I'm just saying. I think that it's gonna, you know, Liza's going to tell it on her own accord, and that's gonna be part of it, but it's just another level of crazy and sadness that I don't necessarily think that we need. I just, yeah, I think that's kind of the point. I thought it was unnecessary. And I also, I still, I feel like it was a cheap, a cheap out. You know what I mean? Like, it just cheapened the show to me. I think it would have been far more interesting and revealing to see if Liza really did tell the truth and come forward and who Kelsey believed. Did she believe 
Liza, does she believe bad? Like, what, you know, what sort of happens there? Does Liza come forward but still spare Kelsey the pain and not show her the video? And that, to me, that will be a cop-out. Yeah. I'm, I will hate oh, that. Oh, she's not going to show him the video. She's never going to see the, the video. Well, Could you do that? If, like, you knew your best friend's fiancé was cheating on her and you were going to show the video and then he got killed in, like, a freak accident, would you be like, I'm sorry for your loss, but he was a cheating bastard. Like, nobody did. That's so wrong No, to do. honestly, I would. You would? I would That's because... so awful. Let them have that memory. Mm, I don't know. I think that they should know they shouldn't feel that bad. A douchebag died. But no, okay, because their feelings were real for that person, and then you're leaving them with so many unanswered questions and so much pain and so much hurt on like ten different levels. Lisa Payne says lame or very Sex and the City, but I don't remember that stuff ever happening in Sex and the City where something was Me that either, where somebody where just someone like, died, died so randomly, which. And Sam did ask me before. She was like, does that happen? Because I lived in New York. And I was like, well, yeah. That was kind of one of my biggest fears living in New York. Because scaffolding does collapse on people often. And usually they die. Or are seriously harmed. What's really interesting, though, is that I know what's going to go through Liza's brain. Like, Thad grabbed Liza very aggressively. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and she pulled away and, like, walked away. But... What if she didn't? Would she, she would have died. Yeah, she would have died. So it's... Ooh, do you think her DNA is on bad and they'll find it and think that she pushed him underneath it? Well, you know, <laughs> there's going to have to be a conversation. I'm just posturing, guys. <laughs> there's going to have to be a conversation Same. to be had, though. I mean, honestly, <laughs> just in case CSI gets up in there and they tell Kelsey that your best friend's DNA was Which, on him. <laughs> by the way, I did call that Thad was going to find out about Liza... Yes, and I he was, was going to blackmail. I was very vindicated this episode in that. I talked about you yeah. last week. You were not here because you were not feeling well, but I was just like, oh my God, Lindsay said yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I give right, you guys. tons of props because right. I didn't see it. I did not see the anvil falling <laughs> coming because I did not think that this was a Roadrunner cartoon. That's what it felt like to me. <laughs> That's really It felt funny. like a really smart, pushing the envelope, like, cheeky show all of a sudden turned into, like, a Roadrunner, like, cartoon. Well, didn't it, it a little bit? I mean, he could have been hit by a car. Or, like, I just, it was so... I think I don't know. maybe part of the reason that it was specifically that was because it could have been Liza, too, and there's going to be some guilt factor. <sighs> In there, which I just... I don't think she's going to feel guilty. You think she's going to feel guilty? Yeah. I do. That she didn't die under the anvil? She hated that. Or that it's like if we weren't there and we weren't fighting. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. If they weren't having that conversation there. Did he pick the location? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's his fault. Or maybe someone saw it. Maybe one of his coworkers saw it. Yeah, well... And they'll call out Liza for being there. Yeah. That could be interesting. Hmm. On that, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we saw for the next episode, yeah. which is exciting. Lots of people in the chat are talking about it. You guys are awesome. Yes. So speaking of the next episode, what do we think the next episode is the finale? Yes. Predictions? Dun, dun, dun. I think it's time for predictions. Yeah. And now, you're After Buzz TV. Predictions. 
Lay them on us, Sam. All right. Well, I'm not copying you guys in the chat, but I'm not just going gonna... to... She's cheating. I'm She's cheating, cheating a little bit. From the chat room. That's not fair. Well, you guys said You're a lot of things. you me. You guys said a lot of things I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking that uh, in the next episode, we see Kelsey in the preview say, like, why were you there? So we know that she knows mm-hmm. that Liza was there. Because I'm sure when the whole thing happened, Liza stayed and was in shock. And the police came. And she probably gave a police report. Mm-hmm. And just so happened to be there. And that's Do not- you think she calls Kelsey? And tells, is she the one that tells Kelsey? Oy. Oh, that's not good. I don't know. I have no idea. But if Liza does not come out with truth after this, then I'm kind of going to be really pissed. But you know what? That's so hard. Because how would that conversation go? You know? Like, Thad found out that I was not who I said I was. Well, why would Thad find that out? Oh, because he was... I know. You know what I mean? Like, without... Because I don't think... I do not think that Liza will reveal the video. I'm not... Maybe she won't... Yeah, you're right. Or the information about him cheating on her. I don't think that she will offer that up. Because he's dead and it doesn't matter? Because he's dead, and not that it doesn't matter, but it will only do harm. You know what I mean? Like, Kelsey's already hurting so much... And it will only do more harm. So what's the point? You know, it's not saving her. To tell her while he's alive will save her the heartache of being in a loveless marriage and, you know, finding out that her husband is a cheater and a horrible, unfaithful guy. Mm -hmm. But now there's no, you know, there's no silver lining to telling her this horrible news. Do you think that Kelsey really loved that? No. I don't think either of them loved each other. I said that the second they were engaged, I think they're both checking off boxes. Because I saw two previews. I saw one where Kelsey looked very sad and the other where she just kind of looked like, oh my God, this is just something else I have to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. for that reason, I kind of want Liza to tell her, uh, Kelsey, and I just, and I... I think Liza is going to plan a big thing to out herself, and she's going to have it strategically planned, and then someone else is going to out her. Um, Maybe on purpose or by accident, but I think someone else is going to do it, and she will be meaning to do it, Hmm. but never does. She's always meaning to do it. Well, you know. She never does. And Josh has to come back. Someone else said Mm -hmm. that they uh, have to have, let's see. Well, Josh shows up on her doorstep. And we see that that happens. Like a little, a little lost puppy dog. Yes. And Liza runs away at some point. They allude to that, like pushing Liza to run away. What do you think happens that pushes Liza to? God, out? maybe she goes back to the shepherd and is like, "I need this life no. without my cell phone." She doesn't go back to the shepherd. I'm just kidding. I'm, I, I think, <laughs> I think Liza's going to be the one that tells Kelsey what happened to Thad. I think that she's going to be probably in shock. And like you said, like, there with the police and stuff like that. And I think she's going to call Kelsey and be like, something terrible happened. I don't think she's going to reveal the cheating. Lisa Payne said that Liza could just say they were meeting to plan a wedding surprise. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. They, yeah. But then she could get herself in trouble because Kelsey knew that it was about the honeymoon. And so if Liza then offers up something else, then it's going to spark something to Kelsey. Probably not in the moment because she'll be too in shock from everything. But maybe after the fact. Like, wait, this doesn't quite line up, um, which I think is interesting. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. Now think about it. Kelsey could go on his computer to see what he's planning. <gasps> yeah. 
and see the Liza stuff. Mm-hmm. But there, you know, in all the previews, they talk about, um, or in like some some of the previews, they talk about how Kelsey and Diana feel like they pushed Liza to do something. To do what? I don't know. Oh, oh, and they said, I don't know There's where you... There's something yes. mm-hmm. that they did that is pushing her in this final episode to do something that they're concerned about. Yes. And I find that interesting. I do, too. I'm also glad Diana's kind of joining the squad. I love Diana. I've been a fan of people that nobody else likes this whole season. I like Caitlin. I, lo- I love Diana. She might be one of my favorite people. Well, you know what? I think I'm the worst because I kind of liked Thad. No, I hated Thad. <laughs> I hated Thad. I was not Team Thad. He was the only one that I was like, thanks, but no thanks. Lindsay looks at me and she goes, no wonder you're single. Jesus Christ. Yeah, if that's the kind of guy you're drawn to, mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. No Thad, no. Um, but I do also think... I think that it's going to come out about Liza, and I think it's going to be big and public and ugly, and I think that's why Josh is going to show up at her doorstep. Or Kelsey's going to call him and say, we're really worried about Liza, we haven't seen her, blah, 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 and Josh is going to come to her rescue. I like both of those. Those are my two picking endings. Those are very good. Yeah. But I also think Charles, I don't know, it's Oh, I forgot about the Charles. (gasps) Ooh, ooh, I got one, guys. Final answer. They're going to be concerned about Liza. Liza's going to end up with Charles. Charles is going to rescue Liza. Is she going to tell him the truth? And she and Charles, maybe. Maybe she'll tell him the truth, but I don't think so. But she and Charles will be together, and Josh will be waiting at at her doorstep. And he will see the two of them. Oh, that's so soapy writing. And that will be the ending. That will be the ending. It will be Josh seeing Liza and Charles. Or Liza getting out of a taxi or something with Charles kissing her goodnight or something like that. If Liza is smart... Mm-hmm. Er, then we mm-hmm. think the the best <laughs> person think. the best person to tell would be Charles. So it could be like, listen, I know you're obsessed with me, and this is the truth. So yeah. let's be together, and I'll tell everyone the truth, and you can protect me, and you will protect my she job. Be a smart choice, yeah. Like because you know that if she told him the truth, he would actually be happy because he's not going to feel creepy. Yeah. He would feel less creepy. He might be pissed a little bit. But I still think he would be really upset. I go back to that episode where they lied about the imprint um, in the with Jade. Yeah. And how upset he was just that they weren't forthcoming with him. I, yeah. But I think that he's so and enamored. And he's been so... But he's been so honest with her. You know, like, tell, he was about to tell her, like, what he would do with his career. You know, he opened up to her about never really reading books as a kid and you know his favorite books were like comics because he told his teachers he couldn't read books because it would affect his eyesight <laughs> you know like he was very honest with her and he told her you know about the crown of kings how you kind of hoped it flopped because the pressure of feeling like he has to keep this you know entire publishing company afloat is really intense and he kind of just wishes it would fold and he would have to do something else. I just think he's been so honest with her on very intimate details of his thoughts that he probably has never said out loud to anybody else. I think he would be devastated if he found out the truth. Well, I think he'll be relieved. I'm so excited to see what happens. I don't think he's going to find out. 
I think she's going to go running. You know, the more I think about it, I don't think anybody's going to find out. I'm going to be so freaking mad. I don't think anybody's going to find out. I think she's going to be so traumatized from the Thad stuff, and something's going to happen, and she's going to go MIA, and Kelsey and Diana and everybody's going to be worried, and they're going to reach out to Josh, and Josh is going to go try to save her, but she's going to be with Charles. Ooh, maybe she'll write a really beautifully written letter. And she's a like, good writer. Peace, I'm out. Yeah, that's exactly what I think Ooh. she's going to do. It's going to end with that, and then they'll have to find her because they're obsessed with her Liza. anyways. Oh, those are good ones. I just got the chills. <sighs> what do you guys think? Yes. Let us know your predictions. Season finale is coming up. It's going to be good, no matter what it is. Or at least surprising, because apparently they'll just drop anvils on you if they feel like they don't want your storyline <laughs> to continue. <laughs> Um, so this episode, while it wasn't my favorite ending, at least goes to show you that you can't expect anything from them. Sam, tell the good people where to find you. You guys can find me online at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43, and on Snapchat at samdavidson25. And you can find me, Lindsay Miller, at Rockin' Mama Life on social media, and all of us at After Buzz TV at After Buzz TV. Make sure you comment, let us know your thoughts. We love getting your feedback. We love the feedback in the live chat, and we love to hear, like see your comments throughout the week. So hit us up, and we'll see you for the finale Woo! next week. And don't worry, Dan will be back, guys. Yes. And Tara. And Tara, <laughs> too, but there's lots of Dan missing. <laughs> there's a whole lot of Dan missing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 